0: another episode of wanderings and wool gathering here is foggy welcome to wanderings and wool gathering episode 31 i believe we have big things in store this week our angel angel number 31 is sending us a message full of hope and optimism for the future apparently fellas we will have the power to attract anything that we want into our lives and the creative ability to manifest anything that comes into our mind, that is encouraging indeed. For now, though, we'll bring to you a Lester Banks-inspired game, a weekly challenge, and an album review. I'm Foggy, and with me, as always, JPP. Howdy, howdy, y'all! And tea bags. Tea bags too hot for TV. Yes. <laughs> howdy. <laughs> Oh, uh, absent again this week is uh, Metalhead Monday. Um, still <laughs> still yeah. away on assignment. Um, yeah. He just never returned from that gig he went to last week. It was that good. That great um, gig in the sky.
1: <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. One more absence well, and he's going to have to repeat the last episode.
0: Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, he is here of sorts. He did send me his challenge. Um I went out to breakfast with him Saturday morning and he said, uh, when Paul issued the challenge, he knew immediately, uh, what, what one he was thinking of. So he yeah, did go ahead and send that to me and I'll
1: have that for you here in a little bit. I'm glad somebody knew immediately because that wasn't I mean, me. It was not me
0: <laughs> for sure. But anyway, I did come up with something. Yeah,
1: I did too. And I like what I came up with. So yeah, go me too.
0: All right. Um, Hopefully Paul can get through this episode. He looks like a lobster. He's in pain. Yeah, fried heat
2: wave, trying to shock a pool and had to do a little extra cleaning and took a little longer than expected, and uh, sunscreen wore off, and now I'm um, half-baked on one side. I forgot to flip over, so I'm not even, evenly cooked, but, you know, I might be like those breadsticks from Pizza King. You like them three-quarter baked and a little soft, a little crispy. That's me today.
1: Okay.
0: We've always thought you were half-baked, so now it just proves it.
2: Well, I'm glad you didn't think me of a little crispy, so, uh, you know, it's a compliment. Thank you. Yes, I love it.
0: Uh, Perfect. I spent the entire day smoking two pieces of meat. Insert joke there. But, um,
1: (laughs) what are VHS
2: tapes I'm not renting this weekend for a (laughs) thousand, (laughs) Alex?
0: Um, yeah, but really I did. Um, used some ash wood and, uh, did a nice big old uh, pork loin, um, -hmm. which that one turned out remarkably well. Um, it's real juicy and you could actually cut it with a fork it looked like prime rib but it was pork um and then the other i did some ribs and uh they were a little dry wasn't as happy with those
1: okay i watched um i don't know if you guys watch worth it it's uh, one of the shows that buzzfeed buzzfeed puts out and i think mm-hmm. hulu actually picked them up too but i watched it on youtube uh and it was you they try three different things at three different price points so they were trying sandwiches yeah. you know like $5 $50 to, $500 sandwich or whatever but they tried this one in Japan you just this made me think mm-hmm. of that Steve it was some meat some steak um, but the steak was actually more tender than the bread that it was on <laughs> it was wow. crazy
0: yeah awesome I'm gonna need a link to that I do like that show um, I yes. really like the sushi version uh, when they did that on the show that was great yeah
1: they're on like season I don't know like six or something that's a great show I love it but anyway it really we have a show to get to
0: we do <laughs> Oh, I didn't prepare anything. Oh, man. I didn't either. I thought Paul did. <laughs> by the skin of my teeth. Well, it was up to me. Uh, this week, I was in charge of the uh, Lester Bangs-inspired uh, album review challenge. I'll come okay. up with and an so... intro for that soon, by the way. Can't wait. It's got to be, like, yeah. 70s music. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Bangs. we can actually call it the Lester Bangs Challenge. We'll probably get sued. And since we have no money, we'll all go broke and have to, you know, foreclose on our homes. But um, so it's the Lester Bangs Inspired Challenge.
1: Well, we'll with two Gs. We'll be all right. <laughs>
0: Perfect. Uh, I actually had two, and the other one was just there were too many clues. I, always, I, th- I think so far we've all been really good about putting a clue in there mm-hmm. to kind of tip us off because it's so widely varying, but this one definitely has a clue, but I don't think it's a dead giveaway. So are okay. you gentlemen ready? Absolutely. Ready. Okay, here we go. This is a very short paragraph in their willingness to waste their considerable talent on unworthy material. This band has produced an album, which is sadly reminiscent of Truth. By Jeff Beck. Like the Beck Group, they are also perfectly willing to make themselves a two, or more accurately, one and a half man show. It would seem that if they're to help fill the void created by the demise of Cream, they will have to find a producer and editor, and some material worthy of their collective attention.
1: Hmm. So. Um oasis <laughs> I'm just thinking of the Gall- those are the Gallagher brothers I almost did then a, like, s- I a spit take spit take <laughs> I waited <laughs> because,
0: because they were going to fill the void uh, d- the demise of cream yeah I love it
1: <laughs> I know <Yeah. laughs> no but I was thinking in terms of I, I wasn't a true guess but like it's seemingly focused on two people am I wrong there there's like... It
0: it is, but when you hear this, you'll be like, oh no, there's a lot more there. Um Okay. Hmm. The key obviously is Jeff Beck and Cream.
1: Time yeah. period wise. Okay. Um Paul, you have anything?
0: No. Um <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Unworthy material. Find some material worthy. I mean, man,
2: yeah, th- I know these
0: guys were brutal back in the day. Was this lit- written <laughs> by Sir Lester Bangs or no? It, it,
1: it sh- was not. Oh, uh,
2: uh,
1: okay. So, what's the What was the uh, what was the opening couple lines
0: in their willingness to waste their considerable talent on unworthy material? Um. Mm-hmm. This band, which they actually name it there, has produced an album which is sadly reminiscent of Truth, which is Jeff Beck. Okay. Gosh. I, right. There was another a couple of other portions, but it mentioned so many songs I would have been like bleeping out half of it. It wouldn't have made <laughs> any sense.
1: Gotcha. I,
2: I would like to phone a friend, but I cannot.
1: Past the time. Uh, all of my friends are right here. So. Yeah. <laughs> you have friends. <laughs> <Why
2: not>? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no problem. When you said like two and one and a half, I was thinking, thinking like an ensemble that's a two-member band, like local age, but I don't hear any Clapton or Cream or Jeff Beck in, in that music whatsoever. I know. Um,
1: one and a half is really throwing me.
2: Yeah.
0: Watch it be somebody so blatantly obvious too. No, it's not. I mean, you get stuck on that, and it's really—I don't really get it. But, um, and this is an absolute all-time great band. Like most people put them top five, probably. Really. Influential. Def Leppard. No, <laughs> well, that kind of gives you the half. Whoa! But it Is it two really? <laughs> Man,
1: can soon. you can you do a drum roll with that? <laughs> Is that <laughs> appropriate, um, or whatever that's called? Um, hey, Reddiddler! Sorry, shutting my door a, there. Uh, 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 oh, man. I man,
0: need to come up
1: I, with a I timer. I am lost. Do you get? I up? guess. Yeah, I mean we have a lot there. of radio silence here, so. Throw gas. Well, let me ask this. Is it. Do the people in the band get along?
0: Well, they. It has been a long time since they've been a band. A long time. And they were not together very long.
1: And they weren't together very long. Hmm.
0: Not in the grand scheme of things, no. Okay. Blind faith? Nope. Hmm. They hit. <laughs> but man, they produced some serious stuff in the short amount of time. Um. You used a lot these days in, the uh, doors? M- movie trailers. Hey, the other one was going to be the Doors.
1: But, um, uh, okay, I have to officially give up. Or it's just going to be an hour of me guessing. <laughs> Bans. Yeah.
2: JP? Um, I got nothing, man.
0: Led Zeppelin. What? That was a review of Zeppelin 1. <clears throat> Really. That's brutal.
2: Yeah, no kidding. Yes.
0: <laughs>
1: Where do they get one and a half?
0: I don't I don't know. I mean obviously he's talking about Jimmy and, and uh, but you know, but I just Which one would be the half?
1: <laughs> I know. I don't know. Well that's that's anyway. brutal. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, John Paul Jones did an incredible job, but he never got any credit to me. Like I never hear about him in the limelight whatsoever. It's always page mm-hmm. plant.
0: In Bonham. In Bon. Yeah, but I'm just saying even there. Yeah. You know, that's three. Right.
1: Um, right. But yeah. I, it's ironic too, because I don't know why, but I watched a lot of Led Zeppelin this week like live. Um, There's some really good concert footage on YouTube. And there's, mm-hmm. and I was thinking of how influential they are and just how awesome that would be to see them back in the day. No kidding. It's hard. It, it, yeah. I guess we are spoiled because we've got to listen to them as classics already kind of solidified. But Yeah, we yeah. can just buy the whole
2: box set and go to town instead of waiting for the next album. Yeah.
1: <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah.
2: Man, but you got us. That's, that was a stumper. I, I feel I feel like a wuss now because, you know, you guys got me on Black Sabbath the first try.
1: <laughs> I don't feel so bad because Oasis is real close. <laughs> I mean, it point. was almost a tie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, certainly. Okay. Uh, by the way, that's like me in math class. I would just shout out answers. I had no clue what was going on. So,
2: X approaches infinity. Uh,
1: <laughs> this is Algebra One. Derivative. Yeah, no. <laughs> I just asked what page you're on. on, the meatloaf. <laughs> 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 All right, good. That was a good one, Stevie.
0: Yes. And that means that next week is T-backs, right? Yes. All right. Is that what we decided? Trying to figure out. That's right. And I've got the challenge. Okay. Perfecto. So, teabags, get to work. Find us a good one. I will. I'm on it. All right. Well, Paul, why Mm -hmm. don't you remind us of your challenge before we dig in? And I will read Monday's first before we get going. Sounds good. It's time for... Weekly Challenge.
2: Challenge. Okay. So, from my listening to the Josta podcast... A conversation he's had with several guests uh, in the episodes that I've listened to, he's brought up the topic of bands that split up and then form two bands. So, sorry, my stomach is growling. I've had dinner, but it's apparently once more. Um, mm. So, we have Black Flag, then we have Flag, we have um, Entombed, then we have Entombed AD. You know, so these bands split off and become kind of a subset of each other where there's a member here from the original band and then there's maybe member or members from the original band also so they kind of do their own thing they write their own new albums they write or they perform the classic sets as well um, so I basically asked you guys pick a band if they were to split up how would you like to see them form two new bands and who would you like to see in there right.
1: okay
0: well, I think, didn't we also say that we could pick some, one that had happened? Um, I believe so. I can't that remember. We it's, like. been, yeah, it's been <laughs> well, a, a week. That's the way it's going to work now because yeah, I, you here's, know.
2: here's Monday. <laughs> <laughs> you know, since Teabag smears the rules, see what I did there. I guess everybody can. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. This show feels dirty. It does. And my coworkers listen. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh,
0: all right. So this is what Monday had to say. So I knew my answer immediately. Zero doubts, zero second guessing. In 1993, Anthrax released the much-anticipated album Sound of White Noise, featuring their new lead vocalist John Bush, formerly of Armored Saint. Bush went on to record several albums with the band, departing in the years following the release of 2003's We've Come for You All. Vocalist vocalist Joey Belladonna eventually returned to the band full-time. Since Joey's return, Anthrax has very rarely performed any of the songs from the Bush era. Additionally, Bush has rarely returned to the songs he wrote and recorded with the band. As Anthrax is my favorite band and I love both singers, I feel this is a crime against humanity. I would love to see John Bush take some time to put together some shows dedicated to his years in Anthrax. The music is just too good to be left on the table, never to be touched again. As an added bonus, maybe he could get Paul Crook or Rob Caggiano, two of the guitars from his era and the band that are also no longer in the band, to play with him. A guy can dream. <laughs> nice. And that was Metalhead.
1: <laughs> right That's on good. Metalhead. <laughs> yeah. No one here yeah. ever, ever scoffs at an anthrax, you know, anything that would bring yeah. more anthrax to the table. No. So
2: Except for the powder or anything like that, of course. We, well yeah, we, we, there's that. Well yeah. So. Uh waiter, there's anthrax in my soup.
1: <laughs> oh man. That was a good one. That I don't good. know that I did this correctly. We don't care. Yeah. What do you have? Okay. This might have been an, an inadvertent tea bagging of the rules. Um <laughs> Yeah. They just fell out. Sorry. Um, no, what, kind of what I did was like uh, I took like floating pieces, kind of like uh, remember when Terminator Two kind of came back together from all that molten stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just took the pieces that have been out there floating and um, put them together because I kind of felt like that was uh, one of the bands has broken up because the lead singer died, and the other two people that I'd like to see kind of come into that mix. One has a solo career, and one has a career that never launched. So I mean I don't that's that's rough to say career that never launched. I mean not like officially like celebrity status. So anyway, um I guess it's my turn since I'm just talking here. Um <laughs> Yeah. So uh I took Lincoln Park um and I thought after I sent this to Steve but I didn't send it to you Paul. I sh- I will. But um Machine Gun Kelly, who I've kind of hated on before, just because mm-hmm. of him keep trying to go up against Eminem. Just like leave that alone, do your own thing. Because he's right. good. Um, but he put out a thing uh Hollywood whore, one of the most recent songs, has a very like rock and Lincoln Park type feel to it.
0: Mm-hmm. And it
1: made me really kind of re see him in a different light and how good he could be in that band. Also Lincoln Park always kind of had floated a little bit into the rap c- category. Yeah. And well, so I thought that was a, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So I thought that was a good blend. And then back in the day, there used to be this show called Rockstar NXS when they were trying to find a new singer for NXS. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I you remember that. Um, and I still follow her. Uh, there's this uh, lady named Jordis Unga. She actually got on The Voice as well. But um, oh, cool! She should be signed. I love her. She she can rock, but she can also sing. You know, she can be gravelly or smooth. She's got excellent control. Um, she's got the look, and. Um, I just feel like balancing that out because I've, you know, when Lincoln Park would do stuff with like Amy Lee, you know, or mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, Evanescence would have some like Chester come on or whatever. Just that whole blend of having someone who could sing or rock on the female side, someone who could rap and do a little bit of rock on the uh Machine Gun Kelly side, and then the the band that supports Lincoln Park. I feel like that would be a interesting album. Yeah, that would be cool. And
2: so. yeah, I I really haven't. Kept my finger on the pulse since after, you know, Chester passed. But um, I know they did like a tribute show. Are they still forging ahead? Are they just on hiatus right now? Have you seen any news on them? They're I supposed to
0: be. Uh... Um, they are going to do another album. Okay. They did oh. announce that a few months ago, and I don't know. They didn't announce if there was going to be a replacement or who it was or anything else. But they mm-hmm. definitely are moving forward with making more music. Really tough
2: shoes to fill. <clears throat> Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Can you believe it's been two years?
2: No, no, man. But no, that's a that's a cool concept for sure. It's
0: mm-hmm.
2: Linkin Park's one of those bands that I don't know if you ever heard their reanimation, the remix album, and mm-hmm. like I think Charlie Tuna was on there. Um, and there's just a, a handful of collaborators that just did some wicked stuff with it. So the yeah. fact that you know it stands so good on its own, the remixes, much like Beauty reinvision from last week. Uh, yeah. was also a journey in its own, and, and just the songs reinterpreted um, stood out just as strong. And uh, I highly suggest giving that a listen sometime if you get a chance.
1: I'll go back and revisit that for sure.
2: Yeah, very cool stuff.
1: Excellent. All right. Fun. That was good, Tea bags Thanks. I like you For
0: it. not having any idea. Well, mine's <laughs> going to be really lame, so... Um, mine was one that actually did happen... Um It was early 2000s. I can't remember the year exactly. 2001, maybe 2002. Mm -hmm. Um, Smashing Pumpkins officially broke up. And um, at that point, Jimmy had come back. Um, And so he and Billy went off and they got together with uh, one of the uh, musicians from Perfect Circle Mm -hmm. and a couple other people that Billy had connections to, and they created Zwan. Mm -hmm. And um, the album that they came out with was fantastic. I really liked that album. It felt inspired. Um, I I actually felt like it was a little better than some of those late 90 pumpkin records. And, Mm -hmm. um, I really got into that. And then of course, after creating the album and then doing some touring, then they broke up and it came out. There were some shenanigans (laughs) within the band. There was some heroin use, some other things. And so Billy called it quits and moved on. Um, and then that, obviously never happened again. So we had a short lived time. Now, obviously the rest of the band didn't do anything. Darcy disappeared forever and James ran over with perfect circle. Um, and now they're all back together and everything's great. But, um, at the time I loved, loved, loved that. That was good. Yeah.
1: I I almost forgot about that actually. (laughs) Yeah, me too. I need to revisit it big time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. My kids were little and they loved it in the car. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah. They always ask for that. That was good.
1: Nice. I don't know. I feel like i got to go revisit a lot of music, which always makes for a good Monday morning at work, actually.
2: Heck, yeah. That's what I love, is (laughs) headphones on, get the week started, and uh, sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm in a rabbit hole and I discover something new, so I can't complain.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: All right, right,
2: Paul. My turn. Cool. Mm -hmm. Well... (laughs) I chose Anthrax as well, but I went a different way than Metalhead. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: He went with what was I created a a fantasy lineup. You know, I went, you know, kind of like the fantasy football or whatever, but with metal musicians. (laughs) So let's say the Hadrian Collider splits an atom and creates an alternate reality, and Anthrax breaks up. And Uh Charlie and Scott split, you know, they part ways. So then we have Anthrax A and then we have Anthrax B. Um, anthrax a consisting with of scott um he would take joey with him he'd win joey in the divorce um he'd get rex from pantera <laughs> on bass uh alex skolnick on lead guitar and gene hoagland from testament death strapping young lad mm-hmm. on drums um so it would be kind of a thrash powerhouse and you know rex would kind of add some interesting flavor i think to to the anthrax stomp to say the least, and I actually have seen Gene Hogan play live with Anthrax. Unfortunately, at one of the concerts, Scott had the flu. He was stuck in a hospital in L.A., and Charlie's mom was passing away, so he was obviously where he needed to be. So the guys from Testament and Death Angel stepped in and filled the shoes and carried on the show for them. So Testament opened up, Death Angel opened up, and then those guys played a solid set with Anthrax all night, too. It was incredible um right. especially gene playing hyper fast stuff for you know two and a half three hours so um mad props to him so that's anthrax a anthrax b huh. would be charlie of course he would get a hold of marty friedman bring him back over from japan and have him do lead guitar um he would have christian old wolvers from fear factory on bass um he'd get a hold of another testament veteran james murphy and have him also on rhythm and lead guitar. And, you know, to kind of one up the, the vocals, he would get a hold of old Devin Townsend, Townsend, yes. <laughs> and uh, have him do some vocals as well as thicken up the guitar tone a little bit here and there
0: as well. Wow. I think you missed an opportunity to make Mundy happy. You didn't put Bush on there. Well, you know, he can have Bush any way he wants. I'm just going to have Devin Townsend.
2: There's there one thing
0: Monday likes. It's, it's his fair share of Bush. So <laughs> yeah. I heard. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: He's gonna be so happy that that joke was actually made him seem kind of cool.
1: Yes. I'm you're just welcome. excited. You're welcome, Metalhead. Yeah. Great. Right. I, I feel no, like go- I have got a new Photoshop challenge. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to title it Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. Jeremy Bush. <laughs> Oh, oh my
0: man. gosh! Yeah, that deserved that.
1: My apologies <laughs> to Paul's coworkers. workers. <laughs> yeah, um, no I'm so sorry, yeah. uh, Paul. Yours was awesome, but it also yeah. sounded like a plot to like Ocean's Eleven. It's like, <laughs> and so and so is going to do this and this, and then at the end, perfect.
0: Well, they're yeah. you coming
2: know? back from Japan. I've never played fantasy football, but I'm trying to create my dream lineup and put the plays in place so that way I can have a winning season. What can I say?
1: No, I'm telling you, that's. Well, that's Super Bowl worthy in, in the metal world. That, that's awesome.
2: Thanks. That, that
0: we're going to create a challenge on Facebook, and it's going to be like a weekly, um, like we're going to have each, there'll be a drummer, lead guitar, bass, or whatever, and then we'll have 50 people, and we'll just have a challenge for each one, and then we'll come up with our four people to make the ultimate band. Yes, it's only going to take us like five years. It's going to be amazing. It's like a bracket.
1: Yes. Yeah, well, we, should, we need to do that for real. I don't Music, know if you guys bracketology. Watch, I don't know if you guys watch like Good Mythical Morning with Rhett and Link, but they just, this last week, they just did, like, uh, head-to-head on, like, all the ice cream truck treats. Oh, really? Yeah, they pull their own people, the Mythical Beasts, and they also do their own, Mm -hmm. like, taste testing and stuff, and it's interesting to see who wins out, but that would be really cool, actually, to do something where...
0: We could do top 16 at each particular instrument, and that wouldn't take too long.
1: No. All right.
0: All right, dang it. All right, we're going to have to do it now. (laughs) Okay.
1: And the last thing about this challenge, on my end, you guys can weigh in, but I will say, Paul, I hated the challenge at first because it was so hard for me to do. Mm -hmm. But, uh, man, I went back and it did what it's probably supposed to do. I went back and listened to a lot of music and kind of checked some things out and came up with something that may never, ever, ever happen. But I love it. Yeah. It's in my head.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's funny, too, is last night, um, as I already had the idea, I just didn't write it on paper, but um, I sent you guys a link, but it was um, Dave Grohl, and he had Corey Taylor in with mm-hmm. Rick Nielsen, and, you know, oh, just nice. crazy yeah. collaborations that you never thought would happen in a million years, but it happened. And yeah. uh, the end result was phenomenal. And then yes. the next video after that was Brad Wilkin, the bass player from, from Rage Against the Machine with Dave, uh-huh. and um, the singer from Masters of Reality. Man, and, and just the fact that, you know, two different lineups with Dave there's yeah, created yeah. these tunes that just blew my mind and um you know that that kind of fortified this challenge for me it's like yeah I mean it would be awesome to just see you know people that you never think would be in the same room together collaborating create something incredible
1: yeah I mean speaking mm-hmm. of that have you guys sorry I'm just going on and on, but have you guys seen a YouTube video with uh Dave Grohl Trent Reznor and Josh Holm
2: yes uh, yes, okay. So
1: they're they're playing a song called, mm-hmm. that they call Mantra, and it's mm-hmm. like all in, all instrumental, and they're rocking out. It's great. I just realized, like probably a month ago, that they re- recorded that in the studio and some and laid vocals down too. So it's yes, an actual that was like from song from the, with vocals.
2: Uh, the Sound City soundtrack and the the movie documentary. Yes, I had yeah.
1: no idea they were vocals, so I'm listening to it, and all of a sudden that comes on, and I, of course I'm a lyrics <laughs> guy, so I love the lyrics, and mm-hmm. that, what that that's like a kind of super group to me. I'd love to see those three. Continue to collaborate.
2: Yeah, definitely. But I think that's what inspired the the Grammy performance too—the collaboration between uh, Queens yeah. and Nine Inch Nails. So
1: yep, yep, cool. Right.
0: What okay. a Grammy performance? Well, I it don't didn't recognize happen. anybody on the Grammys anymore. <laughs> it's So pathetic. Well, well in, to your
2: defense, uh, they got to play mostly during the closing credits and got cut off early. So there's that.
0: Yeah,
1: and Trent sent a nice "F you to the Grammys via Twitter. Yep. so yeah there is the uh, per, there is the rehearsal footage on youtube that's worth checking out too so yes for sure, my yeah. show notes are growing here <laughs> get busy yes yeah. Yeah,
0: all right well i have the challenge next week okay and i'm going to make this one simple in the hopes that we do have michael on next week i don't know if it will be but i'd like to keep okay. it a simple challenge so that he can participate um, if he's on And then it give us Plenty of time to talk to him So It's just simply going to be To name Your all time favorite Remix or cover Okay And why So it's pretty I mean there's a lot there But it's a simple Simple answer to it anyway um, Just gonna require A little digging And looking around Sure I like it Yep Challenge accepted Boom That's the same guy That introduces me Every week I think <laughs> Yeah yeah. Chip the Chipmunk.
1: <laughs>
0: Indeed. <laughs> and that brings us to our album review. Album, album review. Of Tom York's Anima. It's his third yes. solo record. It actually came out uh, a couple weeks ago, I think. Um, some of the songs were released actually prior to the new year. Um, but I hadn't listened to any of it until recently. So, um, initial thoughts, fellers.
1: Uh, go ahead, Paul.
0: I
2: <clears throat> I'm a sucker for abstract stuff, and yeah. I mean, you guys know I love Apex Twin and Bjork and Massive mm-hmm. Attack and things of that sort. And I felt like a lot of <clears throat> a lot of this played on Kid A, uh, which had some of the uh, electronics secular cyclical, if you will, not cir- you know circular. Sorry. Trying to talk. Um, it it had elements that were definitely r- repetitious, um, and they were unique in that, like, for instance, uh, the opening track had that kind of wobbly, pulsating bass line, and um, it just kind of carried the tune. Um, and, you know, I really kind of dug into that, and that kind of felt like Massive Attack to me, and there's elements of it that really felt like Aphex Twin to me with as far as, like, just kind of some raw drum machine in the background but it was simplistic kind of minimalist at the same time it was textural it was kind of an intimate album in that regard too where you know tom is just kind of singing but he's not really belting out anything super high dynamic that i noticed you know as far as like really putting in a lot of uh loud vocals or anything like that um i'm trying to pull up the track list real quick here i'd say my favorite song on the album was twist i just really liked the way the b section of it just kind of turned into some rich lush chords and took a different direction um Mm -hmm. you know i like the title last i heard he was circling the drain you know it's like wow that's a how's (laughs) he doing you know (laughs) that kind of thing um impossible knots was interesting but you know overall it was a pretty quick listen you know I, i got through it um in a commute so um yeah I, I will certainly listen to it again. Um, did I feel like it was anything that was breathtaking? Um, I will say, Rammstein still holds a high standard for me for album of the year. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just because of the energy and just you know the way it blasted my ears and you know hit me. But uh, I'm going to give it probably a three seven three point seven five, and I'll certainly listen to it again.
1: Right on. Cool. I I also like that. I like mm-hmm. twist a lot. I for me, I <clears throat> it started off slow. Um, but as it moved on I started to really love it and I, I ended up loving this like well over a 4 I don't have an exact number but um, it is definitely a, a will listen again um, not the news was my favorite track oh by the way side note if any of you guys want, listen to this on Spotify you know how you can have like animations during the song or they put animations in sometimes mm-hmm. Um, each song has an animation and it's really cool Cool. Some really ab- abstract stuff. I too, like you, Paul. I I kind of gravitate towards the weird. and I like the abstract, but uh, not the news. Um, was my absolute favorite song. And then uh, I am a very rude person, and Runaway, like kind of topped my top three. But I thought it was such a good. There was there was there was a lot of stuff that felt like. Um... And I got my notes here. I felt like I was lost, kind of like in an art movie. And mm-hmm. um, and the beats were fantastic to me in this on this album. Yeah. Did anybody else just find themselves kind of like grooving to this? No. Okay. <laughs> just me, but yeah. I loved no. it. I mean, I honestly, and I can tell Steve, it's probably going to be <laughs> the opposite of us, but uh, yeah. I yeah. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. A high four between four and five somewhere.
2: Cool. When I listen to it. Uh, you know of course with the rhythms and the grooves and the drum machine I mean I just pictured him kind of putting a beat together and then start creating a cycle of chords and, and that kind of thing and then the song kind of built and, and kind of manifested on its own I feel like you know Tom, mm-hmm. Tom's one of those guys that kind of he I, well radio, radio head um kind of is of two minds. Sometimes they let let things flow organically and just let it happen. Sometimes they Mm -hmm. kind of play on a concept What what happens if we work on a number and that kind of thing. Kind of like Tool, but you know, just more um, uh, avant-garde, I guess, if you will. But um, And also too, you know, like with Apex Twin, Warp Records is a label that I really enjoy because they put out a lot of stuff that's like this. And so um, Uh it's interesting to see several people's interpretation of this kind of IDM or, you know, intelligent dance music is what they used to call it. And that kind of thing. And even like trip yeah. hop and massive attack, all of it has just some sort of grit to it electronically that, um, just it really attracts me.
1: Yeah. And it's funny. You said they're of two minds because, uh, like, you know, tool has Anima the album. And because listening to tool kind of got me reading, you know, Carl Jung and, or is it Jung or Young? Jung, right? Young. That's what I thought. Um yeah. But uh, like anima and animus are the two like. Well, anima is like the unconscious female side that men possess or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, it just tied into a lot of stuff that I had read and that kind of reflected back to some tool stuff. But I heard I read a review after I listened to it, and somebody said that it had something to do with like some of the technology today too and some of the, like the machines and the interaction and kind of like devoid of humanity type stuff. And so I really liked in one of the songs, he said, uh, the, on, uh, the ax, he mm-hmm. said, where, where's the love you promised me. And it's, yeah, and it looked like there's a lot of like not getting the return on a, de- on a machine that you thought you'd get.
2: Yeah. No, I, I caught that too. That's very cool.
1: I think he hit that
0: point too. When he, you know, there's, you come to the fork in the road you come to the fork in the and it like, says twice and then he's like, uh-huh. and then you're standing there on your phone. Yeah. Like you're not taking a path. You're consuming it your phone. So, yep. yeah. Yeah. So, Steve, now, what I, was your take? Well, I, I totally get that tool connection um, oh. except the fact that tool's really good. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, I don't like nice. to, when I write reviews or talk about things, I like to be positive. I don't like to rip things apart just because they're not my thing. So, I will be constructive. So, to put this in perspective, I loved um, Pablo Honey. I loved the Benz and I loved OK Computer. Mm -hmm. When Kid A hit, it started to slide for me. um, And then by the end, it really kind of slid. I I just, I don't know, I lost where they were heading. Um, And JPP mentioned that, you know, York doesn't, his voice doesn't soar here. Well, that's one thing I really like about him. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was almost muffled at times um, throughout this record. Um, So listening, I didn't really enjoy it very much. So I went back Mm -hmm. and I went through the lyrics. I would like this as a book of poetry. I love what it says and I love the way he (coughs) says it, but I, it, I'm lost when the music is put to it. Um, I don't feel like, you know, when he's, you know, I woke up with a feeling I just couldn't take, taken out with the trash, swimming through the gutter, swallowed up, swallowed up by the city. When I read that Uh as if it was a piece of poetry, it really hits me. But when I listen to it in the album, I'm just, I don't feel it. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what I'm missing. I, I think at some point in his songs, I would like a little bit more melody at times, maybe a more singable chorus um yeah so i I think those are probably the things that are lost on me so i don't want to trash this record because it obviously hit you guys in the sweet spot um with the electronic side um but it's definitely you know i'm the early radio head not the late so that probably pegs me on this one
1: that's fair and i mean i will say i feel like there's some sort of like tension created and it feels a little bit off time sometimes when he's singing or there isn't something to just grab onto because there's not necessarily a pattern there he's just and i Mm -hmm. and it's funny you said poetry because i wrote down for like a dawn chorus i felt like i was Mm -hmm. listening to like a modern day american prayer like when he was just like Mm -hmm. reading over the top of music basically but Mm -hmm. i did like some of the vocal treatments and i love his voice too with radiohead but i think that last Mm -hmm. song runaway they had some filters and stuff going and i kind of liked how uh it was just a little creepy yeah but, yeah. yeah, everybody's got their own take on it.
2: Yep. So do you have a number for it, Foggy?
0: Um, I will go with a 2.5 because I half liked it.
2: Okay. So I have a surprise for you, gentlemen. Sure. Um, given that uh, there was a text message this week that said, I am struggling with this, um, I put a little something together for Foggy. Basically, he was being positive, but I, I translated it, mm-hmm. and I put it in song form. Are you ready? I'm yes. so ready. All right. Don't like it. the album. It's
0: the album. Don't like it. the, album. the album. And I oh. love the clash. It's perfect. <laughs> Thank you.
1: So my answer for next week's favorite cover is Foggy Don't Like It cover <laughs> Rock the Casbah.
0: Yeah that's great oh, happy to help by the way i think you could have inserted monday for that one as well yeah you know <laughs> i should
1: create versions for everybody Teabags bags don't like it. <laughs> so yeah well paul you know monday best out of all of us what do, you, what do you think his take would be on it i remember
2: being at his house one time and i brought kid a i'm like man i'm loving this you need to listen to it about the third song in he turned off the CD and put something else in. So okay. I think he would probably do the same thing.
0: He thinks they are the most overrated group in the world.
2: Yeah, I think he does. So, which is fine. You know, the difference between him and I is, you know, I play an instrument. So I kind of listen for things for inspiration and man, I should try that and see how my fingers, mm-hmm. you know, interpret that versus, you know, he loves to dig into a song and get lost in it in a, in a different way. That's totally fine. Yeah, But, mm-hmm. I don't
1: know,
2: know. <laughs> and, sometimes, you know, Sometimes he and I kind of are like this with uh, tunes, and sometimes we're a brick
1: wall, so that's fine. I don't yeah.
0: want us to all feel the same about everything we listen to. Not at That's all. boring,
1: either. you know? No. Yeah. And I think, as Mundy said, Tom York is no Britney Spears, so <laughs> everybody's got their own thing. <laughs> He's got that tattooed, I think. I think he does now.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> You'll see it peeking out of the bush.
0: Yeah. You know what? I don't think Monday can ever be on the show again. This is too much
1: fun. <laughs> I know. He can't, he can't afford to not be on the show. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's right. Oh, snap. It's our
1: collateral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. Good Brilliant. stuff. All right. Well, another review uh, wrapped up and complete.
0: That's right. Wonderful. Yep. And um, next week, we will be reviewing NF, The Search. Yes. Yes. So that releases on Friday. Three songs out already. I have listened to those, and I like those quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see what the rest of the album sounds like. A lot of tracks.
1: So yeah. I think there's 20. Paul, if you have not listened to him much yet, or the new stuff, watch the videos while you listen to it. Okay. You know, I can do it'll that. will help, because I know you're a film guy. Cool. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Definitely. We are going to Edmonton on Wednesday. I won't be home until Sunday, so... I will have to uh crack this open on the plane or something, download it before I take off to come back.
1: Yeah. I just looked it up and Canada has the internet, so you should be okay. <laughs> Do they really? Yep.
0: Wow. <laughs>
1: awesome.
2: Um and while you're up there, look for remixes with um certain lyrics replaced with story.
0: <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's... Oh, man. Like closer, the Nine Inch Nails, but like the Canadian remix. I want a
0: story. You like an animal? <laughs> yeah. No, they just say it, and then they apologize instantly. Yeah, no,
1: yeah exactly.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man. All right. Well, that kind of wraps up the show. Um, mm. Teabags, yes. anything new, or uh, where do we need to be finding you this week?
1: Um, on the Facebook page is where I kinda hang out and lurk in the dark shadows. And then the uh the new stuff though, I will say, um you need to check out a song called Us by the Tiny Deaths. Um, another song called Loudy by Louis Delmar. These are two tracks that have made heavy rotation this week. And then uh went down a rabbit hole of listening to Macklemore and watching his videos and uh it was worth it. <laughs> I like him anyway, but man, I uh, I, I just kind of forgot how good of an artist he is, how he could have been a one-hit wonder with Thrift, you know, was it Thrift, mm-hmm. thrift Shop?
2: Thrift Store? Yes, yeah, no, yeah. thrift, thrift Shop, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, one <clears> yeah, one of
1: those two. One of those two, but could have been a one-hit wonder, you know, and it, it took a lot of artistic chances if you watch what he has done in his career, but a uh, fantastic rapper and hip-hop artist, so. um, I know you know who he is, but if you go dive deep into the to the B sides and the, the not so popular radio hits. He's uh, it's really worth the trip.
2: Awesome. Cool. We'll do JPP. You can find me on the Facebook page as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. We had lots <laughs> of fun content to talk about, which the prize teabags never mentioned, um, his potential conversation with Bieber and the love of tool, but you know, that's a conversation <laughs> no. for another day. Yes. Yeah, um, true. <laughs> let's see. um, uh, I've been on a rabbit hole with um, a company called JHS Pedals. They they make stomp boxes and all that stuff. I actually bought a new toy um, this week. Sorry for the noise here. I'm trying to unplug it and show you. This basically... The problem mm-hmm. with playing guitar in a room next to where your daughter sleeps is I can't turn my amp up. And I can't plug my guitar pedals directly into my computer to record because it sounds terrible. They're optimized to go through a loud amp and resonate through speakers. Mm-hmm. This takes that problem out of the equation. So it actually has simulated amps and I can create my own and all sorts of stuff. And then once I get a supplemental piece, I can plug my amp into this and have my amp without the speakers come out of this, that whole sound. So really excited about that. And with that, um, the gentleman that owns JHS Pedals has a whole vlog series. And what's really cool about him is he has his own company. But he doesn't bash anybody. Like if mm-hmm. he doesn't like a pedal, he'll say it. But current competitors, I mean, he talks about, you know, I know this guy, he's a friend of mine. They make awesome gear. This is my favorite pedal and that kind of stuff. So he does all these stories and he started talking about um fuzz pedals. And there was a band called Cactus and the song Evil, and he had a particular petals. Like this was used on that song, so I had to go check it out. Very mm-hmm. cool. Started going through a rabbit hole of bands with fuzz pedals, and I come up across A group called Witch, which has Jay Mascus from Dinosaur Jr. in it. And it's kind of like Dinosaur Jr. as Black Sabbath. It has that kind of doomy vibe to it. So um, really was digging into that this morning and and loving every minute of it. Um, Other than that, um, on a quest to go watch UHF, I saw today was the 30th anniversary since that movie was released. Um, It was a kind of a cult classic back in the day from Weird Al. And, uh, definitely need to see it again and kind of see how it's aged. And, you know, a lot of it was pop reference humor back then. So it'd be a nice fun trip down memory lane.
1: Cool. What cool. was the company again for the pedals?
2: Uh, JHS pedals. They make okay. all sorts of really cool stomp boxes and utility boxes for guitar players. So, um, you know, those who want to try something that's super high quality and from a really cool guy, I highly recommend them. And I'm, I'm this is not a paid ad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> cool. Thanks. No awesome. problem. Stevie, where are we finding you and what's new with you?
0: Well, um, so I've been trying to read this book series forever. They're, the books are like 700 to 900 pages each, and they're so dense. It takes forever. There's 14 of them. I'm uh, about two-thirds of the way through the fourth book. It's going to be a show <laughs> next year, so I feel the need to finish it. How many uh, bathroom uh, visits is that? Oh, my God. It just takes forever. And you guys know when you're busy, you can't afford to sit down for two, three hours at a time and read a book, which is the only way to really enjoy a book. So Mm -hmm. it's in snippets, and it drives me crazy because I'm just – it's taking forever, and it takes most of the enjoyment out. So I did – I joined Audible on a a month trial, and I started listening to it, and I am enjoying it, but it's like – 41 hours to listen to one book and I can speed it up a little bit, but you can't speed it up too much <laughs> or it's really annoying. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I don't want to be that guy sitting in the house with my headphones on all the time when I'm around everybody and they're like, Hey Steve, what, huh?" you know, I'm yeah. over here listening to a book. So right. I'm kind of in a, in a quandary here. I'm not sure what I'm going to do, but, um, I can't <laughs> give all of my time for 10 more books. Listening through Audible, but um, Which, uh, what's the name of the book? It's the Wheel of Time series. Oh, okay. I didn't. I couldn't remember if you yeah. said it or not. It's, Sorry. It's really enjoyable. I like it a lot. It's just, it's just a time thing, you know. I like to write too much, and I got you know, mm-hmm. job and family, and you know, a lot of things I like. I need to do, and I don't have two or three hours a day just to sit and read.
2: So. Yep. Uh-huh. Did you catch uh, Good Omens by chance? The series.
0: I haven't yet, but I definitely want to check that out. So I'm planning to. It. Two thumbs up, and it's great.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And yeah. you can find me on Twitter at Foggy's Pal. You can find me at BlackHawkUp.com, writing hockey articles. And you can find me at Break the Fourth, as well as this podcast shows up on Break the Fourth and uh, shows up at Wanderings and Wool gatherings. So we'll post it on the Facebook page as well. Really? And find us on Apple and on what else are we on? SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Yeah, we uh, SoundCloud.
2: Cool. We're on CastBox. Cast CastBox. Box. Yep. Yeah. So trying to get it out there.
0: We are doing it. And look forward to, I really think we have something with this uh, bracketology for our, uh, Absolutely. our instruments and stuff. So we'll see if we can put that together and get that going too. Awesome. All right. Any last words?
1: <laughs> nope. Until next week.
0: Yep. That's right. All right. Until next week with a couple of new challenges, some remixes and covers and NF. We will see you all then. Bye now.
2: Forgive like me, the album, Hates the album,
1: forgive like me,
2: the album, Hates the album.